909 exactly. Good morning, folks. It's the second day of May, 2023, and this is the party line. Hey, we got a free-for-all this morning. A bit unusual for a Tuesday, but that's all right. Plenty of news to talk about. I'm Dave Palmer. Don Holbert's here as well. Welcome. Forty-four degrees uh, this morning outside our studios uh, here on Columbus Road, two twenty-three Columbus Road, and uh, they say it's only going to gain four more degrees as we peak out at forty-eight degrees. The warmth or cold, whatever you want to call it, today. Rain showers continue, and um, um, forecast tomorrow only two degrees warmer. Fifty will be our high, and rain continues. But then, on uh, the 4th of May, which will be Thursday, 64 degrees and partly sunny, and then 67 on Friday, 75 on on, um, Saturday, 78. In fact, as I look ahead, it's all in the 70s, and the upper 70s, I might add. So anyway, but this weekend, going to be sunny. And then on Monday, it starts to rain again. Oh, well. Good morning. Welcome. Uh, in terms of guests this week, we have um, um, tomorrow, David Hanning. Is it Hanning or Hanning? Do you know? I have no clue. I, I know it's one or the other. <laughs> I think it's Hanning. Um, Dave, David Hanning, who's superintendent of Federal Hawking School District, uh, he'll be joining us on the show. And then on Thursday, Keith Wasserman, who heads up Good Works. And uh, so we'll learn about both of those uh, organizations, Federal Hawking School District tomorrow and Good Works on Thursday. Then Friday, we'll end the week again with a free-for-all. All right. Well, um, good morning, Don. Welcome. Good morning. And um, let's see. Let's look at the historical stuff that happened on this date. Uh, on this date of May 2nd, but the year was 1945, more than one million German soldiers officially surrendered to the Western Allies in Italy and Australia. I'm no, Austria, excuse me. Austria. Italy and Austria. Um, also, <clears throat> on this date, in 1945, World War II, the Battle of Berlin ends as Soviet army takes Berlin, forcing German commander of the city, General Helmuth, um, I think it's Wiedling, uh, to surrender. Four years later, in 1949, Arthur Miller wins the Pulitzer Prize for Death of a Salesman. 1982, on this date, the Falklands War, the Argentine cruiser General Belgrano sunk by British submarine Conqueror, killing more than 350 aboard that uh, sub. And I think um, 
if um, if I have the story right, they were all men. Two thousand eight, much more recent. Cyclone. Um, let's see, Nargis is it? Nargis. Anyway, um, N A R G I S. The cyclone makes landfall in Myanmar, killing over 130,000 people and leaving millions of people homeless. Myanmar. You know, suddenly I'm wondering, is it Myanmar or Myanmar? I think it's Myanmar. See if you can find a pronunciation just so we can try to be accurate. In 2011, on this date, Osama bin Laden, the suspected mastermind behind the September 11th attacks, and the FBI's most wanted man is killed by U.S. Special Forces in Adabad, Pakistan. Abad, uh, Abadabad, Pakistan. It says here the, pronunci- the pronunciation is uh, Myanmar. Okay, so I did do it. Yeah. Right. Good. Always fun to learn you're saying it right. Um, let's see here. Let's do some famous birthdays. Um, let's see. Uh, in terms of birthdays, uh, Eddie Collins. He was born on this date in 1887. He died in 1951. Um, was he a sports guy? He was. What was his thing? He was nicknamed Cocky, and he was an American professional baseball player, manager, and executive, and he played as a second baseman in the MLB from 1906 to 1930 for the Philadelphia Athletics and the Chicago White Sox. Wow. Okay. And he is the only non-Yankee to win five or more World Series titles with the same club as a player. Um, Let's see. The Red Baron. Born on this date in 1892, he passed in 1918. Didn't live a real long life. In fact, this picture looks like he might be maybe 25 or 30 years old. The Red Baron. His real name was Manfred Albrecht Freiherr von Richthofen. Good job. Known in English as Baron von Richthofen, or the Red Baron, was a fighter pilot with the German Air Force during World War I, and he is considered the ace of aces of the war, being officially credited with 80 air combat victories. Wow. That's 80, 88, was it? 80. 80. Exactly okay. 80. Um, the next to be mentioned is that of Elijah McCoy who was born on this date in 1844. He passed in 1929. Elijah McCoy. He was a Canadian-American engineer of African-American descent who invented lubrication systems for steam engines. Oh, wow. That's kind of cool. And then, um, let's see. Let me look a little closer. Herzl. Yeah, okay. I was trying to see if that was an I with a dot over it or an L. But it's uh, Theodore Herzl, H-E-R-Z-L, who was born on this date in 1860 and uh, died in 1904. Um, 
Well, that's some beard he has. <laughs> okay, what's his thing? He was an Austro-Hungarian Jewish lawyer, journalist, playwright, political activist, and writer who was the father of modern political Zionism, hmm. and he formed the Zionist organization and promoted Jewish immigration to Palestine in an effort to form a Jewish state. All right. Well, um, two famous deaths to mention. Uh, I'm sure there's many more, but to two that they've picked out for today. Leonardo da Vinci. I think we all know what his um, background was. He was a, a painter, an artist. And uh, he was uh, born in 1452, but he died on this date in 1519. Add something to that. He was also an Italian polemoth of the High Renaissance who was active as a painter, draughtsman, engineer, scientist, theorist, sculptor, and architect. Oh, mercy. Yeah, he did Far that. more than just being yeah. a painter. Yeah. Wow. Um, another amazing beard he has. <laughs> and the last um, of these um, notables... Uh, at this point, famous deaths. Martin Bormann, and, um, born in 1900, but died on this date in 1945. Um, looks like he's wearing a military uniform of some form. Uh, he was a German Nazi Party official and head of the Nazi Party, Chancellery. He gained immense power by using his position as Hitler's private secretary to control the flow of information and access to Hitler. All right. Let's see here. Okay, here's another item. This is um, not birthdays or deaths or anything like that. It says, May 2nd, the 100-year football curse that appears to be working. Now, what are they getting at? Let's see here. Is uh, what's on this next page related to that story, do you think? It is. I think okay. it is. S.L. Benfica. Benfica. Something like that, which is a person's name. They go on, has failed to win a European championship since 1962 when former coach Bela Gutman placed a 100-year curse on the club. So they asked the question, is the curse working? Evidently, right? <laughs> All right. Um, e Elon Musk, uh, just, we have his name so often. But he's evidently um, developed some sort of widget that um, propels, uh, repels rather, uh, mosquitoes. And I guess people are really jumping in and buying this thing. Elon Musk, boy, he just uh, seems like he's in the news so often. <laughs> oh, 
Well, let's um, let's uh, look at the uh, 1440 report. Um, over the years, there are certain reports I've kind of grown to uh, particularly rely on for this show. And uh, I truly don't know the background of this 1440, but um, anyway, I've come to um, think it's helpful on our show. So, their first item in the need-to-know category. Once again, we're talking about the uh, failure of First Republic Bank, right? And, um, <coughs> excuse me, uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, I think we mentioned this yesterday as well, uh, has um, agreed to pay $10.6 billion to the Federal Deposit Insurance Corp to acquire First Republic Bank. They did this yesterday. And that marks the second largest bank failure in U.S. history, that of First Republic. J.P. Morgan, um, I'll add the word chase to this, will assume control of about $92 billion in customer deposits, $173 billion in outstanding loans, and lastly, $30 billion in securities. Boy, I bet there was a lot of um, uh, arithmetic going on. <laughs> um, whether they thought they could jump in and help take this over or not, but uh, they did. The FDIC, which seized First Republic, I guess yesterday, early in the day, estimates its insurance fund will suffer a loss of roughly $13 billion. Um, First Republic is a San Francisco-based bank and it is the third to fail this year, with Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank, Bank excuse me, collapsing in March. Once again, we remind you today is May 2nd. First Republic was known for catering to wealthy clients, with many of its accounts holding more than 250000 the insurance limits set by the FDIC. In March, the bank received 30 billion, a 30 billion funding package uh, from major U.S. banks, including J.P. Morgan. However, following previous bank failures, panicked investors withdrew more than 100 billion in deposits, which uh, just made everything tumble. Going on, First Republic was ranked as the 14th largest bank in the United States at the end of 2022, with consolidated assets of nearly $213 billion. Account holders at First Republic became customers of J.P. Morgan upon acquisition. All right. Well... I'm sure we'll have updates on all of those stories uh, as we continue our show daily. 
Okay, here's a thing. Semantic recorder. Semantic. What? I'm not sure I know that word. S-E-M-A-N-T-I-C. Relating to meaning in language or logic. Hmm. Okay. Well, researchers have revealed a new artificial intelligence system capable of translating a person's brain activity into a continuous stream of text in a non-invasive way for the first time. Wow. So right now, it could be typing away what I'm thinking in my head, right? I think so. Hmm. New research from the University of Texas, that's in Austin, Texas, uh, shows the brain-computer interface can generate word sentences that recover the meaning of perceived speech, imagined speech, and brain responses while watching silent videos. Holy cow. <laughs> I almost used a different word. But holy cow. Okay, so you're not uttering anything. You know, I, I don't mean you. I mean this person, whoever yeah. it is the machine is working with. Machine. Uh, device. Anyway. Um, and yet, it has a full track that it could type out or speak out using artificial intelligence of what you are thinking. Crazy. Well, unlike previous language decoding systems, the new decoder doesn't rely on surgical implants. Good. I don't, I don't think I want surgery. Uh, the study focused on three participants whose brain activity was measured using an fMRI scanner, which uses, I'm sorry, which utilizes changes in blood flow to produce brain scans as they listen to podcasts, thought about stories, or watched short films. A large language model similar to OpenAI's GPT-4 and Google's BARD, those are both similar devices, then matched the patterns in the participants' brains to words and phrases they heard and translated the brain's response to hearing new words into corresponding text. The decoded text is not a word-for-word -word transcript, but rather a gist of a person's thoughts. So, perhaps a lot of incomplete sentences. It's weird, isn't it? I mean... Yes, it is. Think, think if we had one right here now. And... You know, as I read these stories, I have different thoughts that go through my mind. <laughs> and uh, it would be able to document those. Wow. Okay. Here's another item. It says, Seaweed Blob Arrives. 
929 exactly right now. A 15 million ton, 5,000 mile wide patch of seaweed known as the Great Atlantic Sargasm Belt is making landfall throughout the southern Atlantic and Caribbean coasts, or should I say Caribbean coasts, disrupting vacations and marine activities as it collects and rots along the shore. Wonderful. An annual open sea phenomena, this year's crop is the largest on record and is expected to inundate shorelines for months. While the microalgae have been observed in the Central Atlantic, an area known as the Sargasso Sea, for centuries, its levels were incon inconsequential until, well, let's see here, about 12 years ago. I guess 2011, when scientists first noted a spike in growth. The yellowish-brown organism is kept afloat by oxygen-filled bladders the size of berries, providing shelter for small marine life. Its exponential growth, likely due to an uptick in nutrient-rich wastewater flows from the Mississippi, Amazon, and Congo river systems, now represents a nuisance and potential hazard to sensitive beachgoers at a steep cost to cities looking to keep the beaches clear and enjoy the tourists they attract. Huh. I'm not sure I've ever heard of this before, but um, so it is. And it's gotten worse, much worse, in the last 12 years. Let's see here. What else do we have? Oh, this writer's strike. The Writer's Guild of America. Uh, let me just clear my throat, folks. <coughs> Excuse me. I did take the way up the mic, but not very far. <laughs> Forgive me. The Writers Guild of America members go on strike after failing to reach a new compensation deal with TV and film producers. Um, they're, they're saying we're going to see a lot of reruns for a while. Um, frankly, I'm just a little amazed that... Um, that the shooting of a film... The writing and then shooting of the show is that immediate to when it is aired, you know? Deadline, um, deadlines and everything and yeah, probably how much money they're getting paid to do it so they can hurry up and... Well, in any case, um, they are now on strike. And um, so, uh, again, I've heard that uh, we may see some reruns more often than we already do. Let's see, the Met Gala was last night for the year 2023. Can you Google that just a bit? Um, 
This is, um, I think, one of the most famous things it's known for are the unusual clothing that the people attending this wear. And it's a star-studded event, I guess. And it, or, I mean, it is. And um, uh, I, I think I saw a couple photos this morning uh, as I was looking through the news. And some of the things that were worn just... I couldn't believe it. Anyway, um, any anything to add to that there? The Met Gala. <coughs> Excuse me. Not really. Just I mean, okay. how it's usually how it always is with celebrities wearing crazy, crazy dresses. outfits. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see, Snoop Dogg. Um. Music artist, right? Yeah, rapper. A rapper. Joins film producer Nico Sparks. And they're jointly purchasing a national hockey team. Uh, and an NHL team, the Ottawa Senators. And it's my understanding that the purchase price could hit the $1 billion mark. Another notable thing, I, I guess, is that, you know, um, Sparks uh, would be the NHL's first black owner. All right, let's see here. Gordon Lightfoot has passed. Really? I did not know that. He was a Canadian folk rock legend. Uh, on the Today Show and other programs this morning, they were featuring um, pictures of him when he was super popular and performing a lot. And then as he aged, uh, he was 84. Um, let's see here. I wish I knew how to access our library, but... Uh, uh, of music here. I'll get someone to show me later, but it would be nice to just play a tiny bit of uh, a Gordon Lightfoot song. Canadian, folks, if you didn't hear me say that. He was 84. Aerosmith is announced a 40-date Peace Out North American Farewell Tour. And, uh, yeah, another very popular group. How about science and technology? Jeffrey Hinton, previous winner of the top prize for computer scientists and a pioneer in artificial intelligence, leaves Google to warn about the, p the pace of AI adoption. Um, in, a, in a separate item, there's a report that has um, determined that presently there are almost 50 digital news outlets. 
that are almost entirely written by artificial intelligence. I wonder if any of the ones I've been using here <laughs> are. Wow. Again, in the science and technology category, astronomers discovered two new Earth-like planets roughly 140 light years away, with one orbiting its host star every 18 days and the other every 28 days. They are two of about 330 exo, exo, exo planets discovered by NASA's TESS mission. Wow. Do you think there could be life some on some other planet? I do. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, not crazy, but amazing to ponder. All right. Um, out in California, I guess 20 California condors have died in recent weeks with laboratory tests confirming at least 13 deaths came from the a um, avian flu. Deaths represent roughly 4% of the known population of the critically endangered species, California condors. I guess our Treasury Secretary, uh, Janet Yellen, uh, notifies Congress that the United States could reach its debt ceiling limit by June 1st. That's just days away. Let's see here. Uh, we don't need to do that one. Uh, how about politics and world affairs? Uh, at least two people were killed and 40 injured after Russia um, launches the second pre-dawn strike in the Ukraine in three days. French police clash with pension protesters and um, as workers in Europe and Asia rally to mark International Workers' Day. Then we have another item. It says at least six were killed, dozens hospitalized after a Dutch, I'm sorry, after a dust storm causes vehicle pileups on an Illinois highway. Okay, what else here? We have uh, Senator Ben Cardin. He's a Democrat from the state of Maryland, and um, he has announced he's going to retire. He will not seek election next year. And let's see, another person, the governor of um, Washington State, Jay Inslee, <coughs> excuse me, Jay Inslee, the governor out there in Washington State, will not seek re-election for a fourth term. Here's another um, political story. The state rep, 
Zoe Zephyr, who's a Democrat, sues the state of Montana and its House Speaker after being barred from House floor debates following comments regarding gender-affirming care. And the last item we have here in this category of politics, Governor Ron DeSantis. We've heard quite a bit about him recently. And just FYI, he is the governor of Florida, and he's also a Republican. And um, he had appointed a five-person board to oversee the Disney World, um, uh, I guess, rules and laws. Um, let me just try to summarize. Um, years ago, when Disney was seeking to build a second site, of course, they were at Disneyland in California. They wanted to build Disney World down in Florida. And the state government in Florida chose to uh, waive taxes uh, on their payroll and their income and everything like that. Um which then caused them to say, okay, we're going to build it in Florida. Well, the current governor uh, believes that rule should be changed. And obviously, um, Disney attracts a lot of business. So it would mean a huge chunk of money they would have to give to the state of Florida. Well, um, so Governor DeSantis uh, had named a five-person board who's overseeing this whole mess and the proposed new rules. Um, let's see here. So, as I understand it, Disney was suing the state of Florida for this proposed change. And now, um, this five-person board has decided to sue Disney. Oh, uh, well, what a mess. And, I mean, I, I get it. You're trying to attract a huge thing to the state. So, you know, maybe they shouldn't have gone quite that extreme. Maybe they could have had a special thing, or it could have been stated in the rules that after X number of years, they would have to um, add something. Or Anyway, whatever it is, it's a mess. And both parties have sued each other. Let's see here. The Titanic of the Pacific. What's this about? It says, in 1906, the sinking of the SS Valencia off the coast of Vancouver resulted in the deaths of more than 130 people, making it one of the worst maritime disaster in the region's history. Well, okay. 
that's not a complete story. That's where it ends. It says, uh, look into it. Hmm. Okay. Um. Huh. Okay, here's a doctor uh, who lives in New York State. But his operating room is in Texas. And despite the distance, this Dr. Doug Unis, U-N-I-S is his last name, performed a demonstration knee replacement surgery on a cadaver using Monogram's robotic surgical assistant. Um... So, Dr. Eunice and Monogram are on a mission to improve surgical success and long-term patient comfort using their advanced robotics and custom implants. Think of it. You have a robot performing surgery. Wow. Um, let's see here. Here are one-liners. Anything in here that I care about? No, I guess not. Well, let's set that report aside. And uh, headlines from the New York Times. That's something we often do as well. Coming up on 947. I guess last night there was a real, what would you call it, late night negotiating frenzy um, which resulted in this um, First Republic J.P. Morgan's uh, change of control, right? And um, it was a frantic night of deal-making by government officials and executives at the country's biggest bank. J.P. Morgan Chase. Another story or headline, if you will. Um, there's a prison. It says, short on staff, prisons, plural, enlist teachers and case managers as guards. Wow. It goes on, the patchwork system that has evolved to address the situation has drained morale among, among staff members and placed additional strains on prisoners. Okay. Now this next one we've already covered. Um... Okay, we, we talked about the Met Gala briefly, but it said, uh, here there's um, a little statistic. It says there were 17 um, out-of-this-world costumes. Um, looks that did the most at the Met Gala. And... Um, who interpreted or ignored the Carl Lagerfeld theme best? Carl Lagerfeld. 
L-A-G-E-R-F-E-L-D. Um, anyway, they give us a hint. And some of the, in fact, there's not one here I really recognize. But um, that doesn't mean it much because I'm not um, all that skilled on these topics. But Carl Lagerfeld. He was a German fashion designer, creative director, artist, and photographer. Okay. Um, so here's what they say. Is it Doja Cat? Yeah. Okay. Lil Nas X. Oh, you're nodding, so you've heard of these. Yeah. Okay. Phoebe Bridgers. I don't know if that's how you say it. I've never heard of her. So. <laughs> Jared Leto or yeah. Leto? It's Leto. Okay. Anak Yai. Enak Yai. Y-A-I. Anyway, evidently, these are like... Are these real people or cartoon characters? No, or these are, as far as I, most of them, I think, are musicians. Oh. I know the I know Jared Leto is a musician slash actor because uh, he's the singer for the band 30 Seconds to Mars, but, he's, but he also played uh, the Joker in uh, the 2016 Suicide Squad movie. Okay. And uh, Little Nas X is a musician, uh, Doja Cat's musician, the other two I had never heard of. So, well, anyway, evidently, um, this Carl Lagerfeld um, was particularly copied in various car, um, crazy costumes. Uh, that's my my interpretation of this headline. Um. As we already mentioned, that dust storm in Illinois that caused a whole bunch of highway, deadly highway pileups. Um, they see, in France, uh, clashes erupt during May Day protests there in France. They go on, the police use water cannons and tear gas on demonstrators who started fires in the streets during May Day protests. We've had this um, statement several times. There's been a video released, released and it, it shows Sudan evacuees fleeing, um, and they're fleeing for Saudi Arabia on ships. Uh, Sudan's biggest seaport became a hub for displaced people fleeing violence in the nation's capital. I'm just reading here. Forgive me. Um, okay. Let's see. New Orleans. Here in the U.S., the mayor down there moves past failed recall effort. But uneasiness persists. The Coy Latoya Cantrell. She remains in office, but frustration and fatigue among residents of that city, New Orleans, have continued to spread as crime remains high and basic services sputter. 
I've always enjoyed New Orleans, but it sounds like they're having some problems. Um, let's see, the Supreme Court has taken up a case that could curtail agency power to regulate business. The Supreme Court, they say, is a Republican-appointed majority or consists of a Republican-appointed majority. And they appear to be poised to chip away again at the authority of the administrative state to issue rules for the economy. Um, let's see. Let's go out to Oklahoma now. Um, it's the headline reads seven found dead in Oklahoma amid search for missing teens, teenagers. The victims were not identified, but the Okmulgee County Sheriff's Office, uh, I'm, I may well be mispronouncing that county's name, O-K-M-U-L-G-E-E. Anyway, that county's sheriff's office said the search for two girls aged 14 and 16 had been called off. Hmm. Well, let's see here. 9.54 and a half right now. Okay. Uh, here's another state story. Kentucky Republicans are fighting over a nominee to challenge the Democratic governor. With a longtime Mitch McConnell ally squaring off against a wealthy former Trump administration ambassador. And um, the headline reads, A hostile under-the-radar primary splinters Republicans. On another story, the United Nations body demands release of Guantanamo prisoner who was tortured by the CIA. Abu Zubaydah was captured in a raid in, a raid, uh, in Pakistan back in 2002 and has been held at the U.S. Navy base um, in Guantanamo without charges since 2006. Huh. I'm kind of scratching my head on that one. Uh, we've covered this banking thing several times this morning already. You know, I do see here, though, it says... Um, We've had three failed banks this year. And um, there were 25 banks that crumbled back in 2008. Remarkable. So, you know, this we've been through this to some degree before, but I don't think they were as large a bank as uh, First Republic, right? I don't think so. Well, blue wigs and bad words. 
The Knicks, sports fans, are ready for the playoffs. Um, yeah. Uh, their fans are grabbing their blue and orange gear and all of their resolve for what they hope will be a long playoff run. New York Knicks. Boston, they ask, has seen the last of Patrice Bergeron. The Bruins captain is left to ponder retirement as his team won the NHL, recording 65 games, a record 65 games in the regular season. And, um, well, anyway, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. I guess there's a class action suit taking place in New York uh, that would, if it is successful, it would expand the state's Medicaid rules which lawyers argued were structured to pull your teeth rather than save them. Hmm. I think we had that story also a week or two ago. By the way, those Hollywood writers and all of that <clears throat> that have gone on strike, you know, are you... I didn't really mention how many people are engaged in this strike, but it's 11,500 people. They're television and screenwriters uh, for major studios. Um, golly, 11,500 of them. Vice this is a company, V-I-C-E. What do they do? Mainly news articles. Oh. Well, anyway, it says that Vice is headed to be, I'm sorry, is said to be headed for bankruptcy. $5.7 it's worth. And they're struggling to find someone who will buy them. Folks, we're out of time. 45 degrees here. Going to high out at 49. See you tomorrow. In our 73rd year of serving Southeast Ohio,